people who were sincere and near a Shemayim in the base of Madras. And Rabbi Elizabeth Nazaria said everyone can come in. So now we know it's Tonot. We learned in a brighter. Edius by Bayom Nishnis. They learned Masechus Edius on that day. And whenever in the Gomorrah it says by Bayom on that day, it refers to how it means that day that Rabbi Elizabeth Nazaria was brought in as a Nazi. There was not a single din that had so far not been decided on in the base of Medrash which they didn't resolve, which they didn't uh, decide on that day. Decide me, me. Yeah. Because they decided the halacha. There, yeah, there were certain halachas where they weren't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perushua mean, yeah. mean, means that they resolve it. They, they, they worked out what the halacha was. Because the point is like this. Rush explained, since there were so many new Talmudim who came in because of this new policy that anyone can come in, that all the many questions before which they didn't know the answer to, yeah, they were decided on that day. Now this is to me the greatest part. Even Rabbi Gamliel didn't hold himself back, even for one moment. Even though Rabbi Gamliel was deposed, he was thrown out. Nevertheless, this this, this shows what an elachiyidi was. It's none because we learned in the Mishnah and you die him like this. Boy Bayayim on that day, boy Yehudi ger amayin lifnei and bebeis That day Yehudi, who was a ger who came from Ammon and he became a Yid and he came before them in the base of Medrash Omelem he said to them Mani lover Bekol am I allowed to enter into the call in other words may I marry a Jewish woman Omelem Rebbe Gamliel Rebbe Gamliel said to him also after lover Bekol no you can't because we, we have a posit Lo Yova Ammon in my Bekal Hashem Gamza Asiri Lo Yova Lehem Bekal Hashem Ad Olam forever and Ammonim cannot marry a Jewish woman so Rabbi Gamaliel says, "Oh, that's a love call." I'm going to Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua says, "Mut a love call." Yeah, you can. You are allowed to marry a Jewish woman. I'm going to Rabbi Gamaliel. So Rabbi Gamaliel said to Rabbi Shua, "Malakva nema." But doesn't it say, "Ilo yova amoni amavi bekalashem"? He says the pasuk that my avi, amoni amavi, cannot ever marry a Jewish woman. So how can you say, Rabbi Shua, that it's okay? Amun Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua said, Do the descendants who originally come from Amun and Moab, do they still live in Amun and Moab? 
Kvar Allah from Khair of Melech Ashur, from Khair of the King of Ashur, he came out long ago, or Bilbil of Kala Ullah. He, he, he mixed up all the nations. In other words, he, he sent into Golas the nations he conquered and he settled them in different lands. Shinema, as it says in the Pothic, Nechayru said, I've removed the boundaries of people and I have uh, removed their treasures. I have removed the dwellers from the fortified cities. So, so what it was like this. Kavches um, yeah. on Here. So since the nations of the world, they've been moved along, then even if somebody comes from Ammon, we've got to assume that he's not an actual descendant of that nation. Why? Because we applied the rule called the Porish Merubba Porish. Whoever separates comes from the majority, and the majority of people are not B'nai Ammon. In other words, even if you've got this fellow who comes along, money, and he says, it comes to the base of Medrash and says, am I allowed to marry a woman? And Rabbi Gamaliel says, no, you can't, because it says in the Apostle, lo Hashem he can't. Rabbi Shua says, yes, that's true, if we know that he's a descendant of, the, of, of, of Ammon. But just because he lives in the country of Ammon doesn't mean he's an Ammoni because uh, some Chayr came along and mixed up all the people. All the places that he conquered, he moved the people around. So in other words, people who live in Ammon nowadays don't, are not necessarily come descendants of the, of, of the real Ammon. So prior to the period, they could have Yes, yes, they were. What did he do? He moved them around. Not quite sure. One has to look into Nachmer yeah. exactly what he did, why he moved them around, right? But the fact is, he moved them around. So if somebody comes along and says, "I come from Moyen," doesn't mean he's a descendant of, of of Ammon, and it's only the descendants of Ammon who are not allowed to marry into the Jewish people. Call the Porish Meruba Porish. Yeah. The word only was from from to Persia. That means all the, all all the places where he was fighting, where he came to conquer, he moved uh, the people. Not everywhere. Not everywhere. And Ammonamaya was one of the places where he was fighting. In the Middle East. Yeah. And he he what do you call it? He moved them around. I'm not Rabbi Gamliel. So Rabbi Gamliel said to Rabbi Shua, hang on a minute. I like Tvan Nehma, it says in another passage, After I will return the captivity of the children of Ammon to the word of Hashem, so they've already returned. In other words, presumably the prophecy was fulfilled. In other words, what you're saying was, yes, it's true that Sancheir came along and mixed up all the people. However, in another passage, we find that the people from Ammon were, 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 were taken back into Ammon. So therefore, if somebody comes from the country of Good. Ammon, then he can be assumed to be an Ammonite. Ammon yep. as well. Ammon as well, yes. 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 Ammon as well,
So just as that prophecy remains unfulfilled, it hasn't, hasn't taken, even though there's a prophecy, it will happen at once, but it hasn't yet happened, therefore we have to assume as well that the prophecy regarding Ammon has also not happened yet. And therefore we're still in a situation that if somebody comes from Ammon, we can allow him to marry him, because call the Porish member of the Porish, whoever comes away from somewhere, we can assume that he comes from the Rob of the world, and the Rob of the world is not Ammon, and even if you know he comes from the country of Ammon, doesn't mean he was from the descendants of Ammon. What was so, the problem with Ruth? Pardon? What was the problem with Ruth marrying Boaz? She was not a Because yeah? we said Ammoni, well I'm Ammonis. A, a woman can, a woman from Ammon can, but a man can't. A man from Ammon cannot marry a Jewish woman. Right. The other way around they can. Right? So Ruth was Ammonis, wasn't she? Yeah. Malvis. Yes. Yeah. So therefore, she was affected by this. Yeah, 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 but... If no, she's, if she's no, we learn that, you see, the Possek says, So we learn that a man who comes from Ammon, or a man who comes from Moab, can't marry a Jewish woman. So the Gomorrah Dashans, Amoni v'lai Moavis, Moavi v'lai Moavis. In other words, if you've got a woman Moavi, a woman Amoni, she can get married to a Jewish man. Right, and, but there was initially, wasn't there, some controversy about who's marrying Boaz? People surprised. Could be. I, 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 I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Okay. Could be. That's your, your homework for next week, Clive, to, I mean, to look into that. I don't know. I mean, she's the maternity of Mashiach. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But I think there was some tales uh-huh. about. Could be. Could be. Okay. Um, so what happens? And miyad hiti ru lava So immediately they allowed this Yehuda to enter the congregation. In other words, allow him to marry a Jewish woman in accordance with the ruling of Rabbi Yeshua. Because it could be that he came before and they weren't sure. But now in the base of Medrash that all these extra Talmudim were there, then they clarified the situation. Because you can see there was still a Machlokes in Rabbi Gamil and Rabbi Yeshua. But in any case, it seems to be that the majority of the Chachomim who were there in the Beis HaMedrash on that day, they agreed with what Rabbi Yeshua said. And therefore they allowed him to come Lova Bekol. Miyad Hitiru Lova Bekol. On Rabbi Gamliel. Said Rabbi Gamliel, Hoyo Bahochi Havit. Since here the din follows Rabbi Yeshua, Eizvah Faisal Rabbi Yeshua, I shall go and appease Rabbi Yeshua. In other words, he saw that since the majority of the Sanhedrin decided in favor of Rabbi Yeshua. So Rabbi Gamliel realized Hashem was with Rabbi Yeshua. And therefore he, he regretted, he was upset that he, that, that, that he insulted Rabbi Yeshua and therefore he wanted to come and ask him for Mechila. He insulted him when he made him stand up. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Three times. Yeah. When he reached Rabbi Yeshua's house, Chazinu Lashios was the base of the Meshachron. He saw that the walls of his house were black. Omalai said to him, Because From the walls of your house, since they're black, it's apparent that he must be a smith. A smith. A smith, he, a blacksmith. He takes hot iron and he hammers it into shape. Well, in your house, he's a blacksmith. No, no, no. So what he said was, since the walls of your house are black, 
I assume that you must be a blacksmith. Rabbi Yeshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua. Yeah, Rabbi Gamliel says, I can see that you are a blacksmith. Because when you do, what you do is when you knock this hot iron into shape, it makes black smoke go onto the wall. It shows that in those days they had professions. They were, of course. Rabbi Yochan and Al-Sandler, the thing, of course. When did they have time to become such gazoilers? This is only a, a mishagas of this century. You know, my father-in-law was always much more impressed <coughs> with Mayo becoming an electrician than with the Yossi sitting in yeshiva because it's for the normal thing. This thing that they now just carry on learning and learning and learning is not, is not the normal thing. You can say that, you need to do them as well. Yes, uh, somebody who's exceptional and wants to become a rob, become a rob and become a dying, etc. Jeremy, by the way, knock this out. Right, of the machine. <laughs> That is my opinion. Is that your footage, yeah? Yeah. Well, that, so me, me the From the walls of your house, apparently you're a smith. On my life, so he said to Rabbi Shua, Woe unto the generation whose leader you are. You don't know the suffering of Tamid Chachomim. How they support themselves and how they're nourished, how they get their food. I think, in other words, what he was trying to say to him, the reason why the walls are black is because I can't afford, they've got dirty over the, over the years, and I can't afford to repaint it, you know, because I, Rabbi Shul was poor. What was he, his business? Well, he wasn't a blacksmith then. No, he no, wasn't. What was, a, he, what, what was he? Nothing. He was a, he, Just he, learning. He was a learner. He was a, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But obviously not enough. He was, he was, Tamidah Chachamim there, they were never sort of paid, you know, even now, the people who are in a coal, they don't get a big salary, they get a stipend, you know. So, but in any case, so what you were saying was, right, you thought I was a, a Pachami, no, it's nothing to do with the Pachami, I just can't afford to, uh, to, to, to paint it. So, Omala Rabbi Gamliel said to him, I spoke against you, I, uh, you know, I was not, uh, I didn't do, it wasn't right what I did, right, he apologised. Yes. Right? Not like, not, I'm uh, uh, saying, unlike a person who was asked four times last night to apologise, yeah, yeah. but I thought the, the, what do you call it, the editor of the Jewish Chronicle, he said, he was very good this morning. He said, let's not get hung up about apologies, because exactly. even if, because even if he would have apologised, it wouldn't have meant much, because yeah. it's because of the action, or he says, rather the inaction, of him aiming, uh, of doing anything, yeah. that's why. So a person can say, I apologise, but if it's not meant, the if biggest it's not joke genuine is, about The it. biggest joke is LBC notched up an apology, which he made a beautiful apology a year ago. Mm-hmm. LBC has been playing it all day. Corbyn said a year ago I apologised for all yeah. the he apologised a year ago and LBC has been playing it all day long yeah. but he did apologise I apologised a year ago yeah but it doesn't mean anything exactly papia is gadulish which means paper is very uh, you've it, quoted it, me is a, very papia is gadulish means paper is very patient because you, can write, you can write anything on a piece of paper you want it's a matter of keeping it and doing it I'm yet supposed quoting a posuk in in Devarim, which is Altis Garibom, don't check the goyim, yeah. and and it says in the case, Hatsniu Lochem hide from them. He yeah. quotes me, it's all wrong what what we're doing. That, that yeah. we shouldn't be in the in the in the news. It's very bad. Uh-huh. They say we Who's shouldn't. The Torah says this. The Torah, what we're doing is making ourselves a JC 
screen it. Call no, them I, I'm worried that if Corbyn, if Corbyn doesn't good. get in, of course. then they will turn, might turn around and say, ah, it's because of the Jews. If he does get, get in, he'll blame the, he'll hate the Eden. If he doesn't get well, in, he'll hate the Eden. On my life, Rebbe Gamliel said to him, now, Nasi Lachar, I've spoken against you. Mechaili, please give me, forgive me. Rebbe Shua didn't, Listen to him. Wow. I say, Bishul cried, Abba, do it. Rabbi Gamliel then said, do it for the sake of the honor of my father. Now there's two different shots in Mr. What opposite the father. Either it means Hillel, because Hillel was the great great grandfather of Rabbi Gamliel, or it means Rabbi Gamliel's father, who was Rabbi, called Rabbi Shimon bin Gamliel, who was one of the Hasara Haruge Malchus. But in any case, do it for the honor of my father, pious Rabbi Shua appeased him. He gave him, forgave him. At first he didn't forgive him, but when he said, do it for my father's sake, Why he forgave did he do him. Why did it first? That's a good cash. I don't know. You do your homework. A gobble of your throat shouldn't forgive somebody. I'll time it. I heard a recent story. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a dog called Rabbi Lopia. Yes, Rebellia. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody once um, basically spoke about him and bad mouthed him. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah. And afterwards, the person that the, 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 the culprit had, um, had, had regret. So I didn't know if it was soon after or some years after. Yeah. He approached Robert Lockyer and he said, I'm so sorry. I, 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 you know, I bowed mouthed you and caused you, your, your, your status to be somehow compromised. Will you forgive me? What do you think he said? Never. Uh, he said, Can you come back in a week? I need to think about it. It was something, I didn't know what it was, but it was something really mm-hmm. nasty. So Rabbi Lopin said, I need to cogitate with this. I need, I need, I need to, to think, think about, about it. it. Yeah. 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 Can we meet in a week's time? And they did. And then I forgive you. Yeah. So the fellow said, why do you do it? He said, because at the time, I was so overcome, I needed to work through my niggers in order to forgive you sincerely. Wonderful. It's only just say, yeah, no problem. Very good. Very good. That, that shows how authentic the man you, is. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. nice. I'll tell you something it's a bit similar. There was a person met an older person who used to be, he was a Talmud of this person. So this person who was a teacher who had taught him many years ago, he said, um, what he said to the, the, the other, to his Talmud, what do you do now? He said, I'm a teacher. He said, what inspired you to become a teacher? He said, you did. He says, what do you mean? He said, don't you remember that this and this story happened? He said, no, I don't remember. Well, what was the story? He said, I was 10 years old and I asked my parents for a watch and they couldn't afford a watch and I was a bit of a lobbers and I saw one of my friends that had a beautiful watch, this watch, and he put it in his pocket and I went and took it and put it in my pocket. This boy who had the watch taken from him, he went to the teacher and he said to the teacher, my watch has gone. So you, the teacher, stood up and said, whoever's taken his watch should give it back. No one came forward. So he said, what I had to do is, I, I, he, he li- you lined us all up against the wall, right? and you went through each boy's pockets. But before you did that, you told all the boys, close your eyes. So he went through, then he found it, you found it in my pocket, you took it out. Not only you didn't say anything to me at the time, but you never said anything afterwards either. Right? And I was so inspired by that. So he says, but do you not, do you not, so the Talmud said to the teacher, but do you not remember this story? This was quite dramatic. It doesn't happen every day. He says, no, I don't remember it because I also closed my eyes. 
Where was that? I'm a dear. I saw that story. That's amazing. I also closed my eyes. Okay. He didn't know who it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I closed my eyes as well. Beautiful story. Beautiful story. Yeah, yeah. Omru, Who will go and tell the rabbis of this development? Basically, that they've made up. Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua have made up. Omlo Wahai Kovet, this laundry man, said, I know I'm I will go. Shalok Le Rabbi Shulabim. Who was he working there? He must have been, yeah, he was, a, he was a, a laundry man, and he said, I will go to the, to the Rabbonim and tell them that you, Rabbi Gamliel, and Rabbi Shua have made up, have made Shalom. Shalok Le Rabbi Shua Lebeim Medrashah. So Rabbi Shua sent the following message with this laundry man to go and tell the Chachomim in the base of Medrash. It says as follows. Man the lobish mado yilbash mado. Let him who is accustomed to wear the robe continue to wear the robe, because the person who was the uh, the nosi used to wear a special robe. So let him continue to wear it. And question mark man the loy lobish mado mado. Should somebody who is not accustomed to wear the robe say to one who is accustomed to wear the robe shlach mado remove your robe and I will put it on. That wouldn't be the right thing. In other words, in other words, he was saying, let Rebbe Gamliel, who had always been the Nazi and had worn the robe, let him continue. That was the. So, so this is what Rebbe Yeshua gave a message to the laundry man: go and tell the Chachamim that we made peace, and Rebbe Gamliel should continue. As continue as as as, as the Nazi, as the Nazi. Yeah. He, 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 he would down. give it up. He would step down. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Rebbe Yeshua. He wasn't appointed. Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah was appointed, yes, but that, he's yeah. saying that Rabbi Gamliel should come back as Nosi instead of Rabbi Eliezer yes. uh, uh, ben Azariah. Yes. So Amalei Rabbi Kiva the Rabbanon. So when they came to the uh, base of Medrash, Rabbi Kiva said to Rabbanon, "Shuku Gali, lock the doors." You know, like the speaker says, "Eyes to the right and eyes to the left, unlocked." You know, unlock. This is lock the doors. Lock the doors of the base of Medrash. Why? So that the servants of Rabbi Gamliel don't come and harass the Rabboni. What does that mean? Although Rabbi Akiva understood the message that Rabbi Shu and Rabbi Gamliel had made peace, nevertheless they wanted to carefully, like Rabbi Eliolapion, they wanted to consider the next step without pressure from Rabbi Gamliel's servants and Rabbi Gamliel's family to reinstate him. They wanted to think it through whether that was the right thing after they deposed him to put him back again. So, so the laundry man then came back and he said, Listen, I didn't get the message through. I mean, I told them and they understood, but they weren't ready yet straight away to take back Rabbi Gamliel as the Nazi. So I'm Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua said, Let me go myself. Also, Torah Baba, he came and he knocked on the door. Omelu, he said to them, similar words, Mazer ben Mazer Yadze, let the sprinkler, the son of a sprinkler, sprinkle. That means something like this. It was normally, with the Poraduma, you had the ashes and the water mixed together, and that had to be thrown on a person who was Tomei Mace, who become Tomei through being in touch with a, with a mace. Right? And normally that was done by a kain. And a kain, obviously, his father's also a kain. So let the sprinkler, the son of a sprinkle, which ain't a loy mother of a loy ben mother, yomel a mother ben mother, should somebody who's neither a sprinkler nor the son of a sprinkler, in other words, not a kohen, not the son of a kohen, 
say to the sprinkler, son of a sprinkler, may mecho may ma'oro, your water is cave water of Ephrachah Epamakla, and your ashes are cinders. In other words, right, it's the same message. In other words, he was a kayan, but like kayan is like a leader, etc. So he was like the Arbezin, he should stay the Arbezin. In other words, Rabbi Shua went and said to them, gave the message direct, that Rabbi Gamliel should carry on. So, Omer Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said to Rabbi Gamliel, uh, to Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua, Nisbayafta, are you appeased? Have you made Shalom? Klumasinu we, we only We only removed Rabbi Gamliel from the office of Nasi only because of your honor, because of your covered, because he didn't treat you right. Tomorrow you and I will go to Rabbi Gamliel to inform him that he should be reinstated and he should become the naughty again. Omra, they said, though, they were discussing this. What should we do? What should we do about Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah? Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah had been appointed as a new naughty and now we have to go and tell him, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rabbi Gamliel's coming back. He was a so now why, break. why didn't it mention here of Elizabeth as well? It is, it is. No, here, when you're learning just now, these yeah. lines, it doesn't say it. No, it's make it a bit easier. Heicha Narbid, what should we do? Yeah, you should say to Robert Lazarus. No, but it carries on. It says, Nabre, shall we remove him? But who, who do you remove? You can only remove the one who is the naughty yeah, now, which is Rebbe Elizabeth Nazaria. Okay. Yeah. We can't do that. Gemira Malim Bakodesh for Eimer because we've got a tradition uh. that Malim Bakodesh for Eimer You can in matters of kedusha, you can only go up but not go down. So if he was a nosi, right, we can't make him ice nosi. Yeah. Although you could ask the same question about Rebbe Gamliel, can't you? Oh. Rebbe Gamliel was a nosi. How could they make Malim Bakodesh for Eimer But that's different. That's different. Ah, they had a reason and they felt that he did the wrong thing. So they're right. But here, Rebbe Re- 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 has done nothing wrong, so we can't reduce him. So what do we do? So once Rebbe Re- 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 he's been elevated to the position of Nossi, we he can't be demoted. So, so, uh, so look, let, what else should we do? What's the other alternative? <laughs> should one of them should do it one week and one should do it the other week? Should they alternate? No, that's also no good. It will lead to jealousy. Why? Because if Rabbi Gamliel is really supposed to be appointed back again as, as the real, as the main Nazi, yes, it's not fair that Rabbi Lezim and Azariah has, is equal to him. Yes, yes. You see? So, oh, so what should we do? El Elidrush Rabbi Gamliel, Tzlotha Shabta, Rabbi Lezim and Azariah, Chabta Shabta. Right. Out of, out of each month, Rabbi Gamliel will dash in three weeks, and Rabbi Lezim and Azariah will do one week. Because since by right, Rabbi Gamliel should have been brought back reinstated as a Nazi yes. without Rebbe Lozab and Azariah yes, yes, yes. and the only reason Rebbe Lozab and Azariah was, was kept in his position is because of Malab Akadjif Amor reading because we don't go down that there was felt sufficient to allow him just to do it once a month yes. and Rebbe Gamliel would still do it yes. three is times any, Is there any Gemara that says when Rebbe Lozab and Gamliel died did Rebbe Lozab and Azariah take over completely? I don't know no, You don't I know? Behind us are Omar Mar. Habil, Bibi, and, and uh, Gantz one month. It was actually 3 1, <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't work, would it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because if it would be 2 2, or 1 1, yeah, yeah. it would lead to jealousy. Behind us are Omar Mar. This is the meaning of which we said in a bright, so Shabbos will me, Hoysaw. What are they, you doing? They said, oh. they said, whose Shabbos was it? Now, what does that mean? Whose Shabbos? It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But now that we've learnt the Gemara, that, that one that Rabbi Gamliel did three Shabbos to Rabbi Lezer, that one Shabbos now we understand the comment of 
Shabbos Shomihoisa, whose Shabbos was it? Because uh, now we understand Talmud. Now remember when we started off the story, we said there was a Talmud who asked whether Marev yeah. is Rishus yeah. or Chayva. That started off the whole Machloik. Yeah. Ah. You remember? Yeah. Now they didn't say who it was. Um, now, but I have to tell me who was it? None other than Rav Shimon ben Yachoy. You know, Rav Shimon ben the famous Rav Shimon ben Yachoy, who is in in Meron, etc. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's who it was. And and the suggestion is that the reason why they didn't mention the name of the beginning is because at the beginning it led to such terrible Machloikas. But yeah. Rabbi Gamliel was deposed. Yeah. And it, all terrible things happened, therefore didn't want that. Once they made up peace, once they've got together, Rebbe Gamliel, and not only have made up peace, but they've worked out a way to include Rebbe Lezim and Azariah in three weeks and one week, yes. and it all ended happily, yes. then the Gomorrah was prepared to say who this person was. Didn't you say a lovely vote in that last time? I think you said it was. You said your Rosh Hashidah told Torah for the vote on this. No, 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 that was about the, the, this, the, the, the benches. What did he say? They added the benches because of the. Why didn't it say they added Talmud and why did it say they add, added benches? Because the people who were Tarka Kabara, when Rabbi Gamliel only allowed insincere people, they didn't worry about finding a seat. Yeah, they just wanted to go in and learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the others now. I thought you said a vote on this as well. And I don't remember. No, but that was the vote. The vote yeah, is yeah. that now that they knew, now that it had come to peace and everything was sorted out, Therefore, they were happy to say the Gemara says, says who it was. But the Agoda doesn't tell the story. Pardon? Agoda, no. Agoda only says, Rabbi Elizabeth says, Nika Ben Shivim Shom, because of the white beard. We'll stop a bit early tonight because of. Uh, <laughs>